Radio Zoom 139. From Vancouver into the world. Podcasting for the hell of it. This is Radio Zoom. Wrong button. You're driving. Oh, you wanted me to start saying something. Uh Uh-huh. I thought you were going to launch right into music. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Putting out a show on this lovely Monday evening. It feels like a Monday. Certainly to me, anyway. It is Monday. How are you feeling, John? It is Monday. I know, but it feels like a Monday, you know? You know how Mondays feel? It it, it feels like one. Um, So, yeah, why don't you just launch into the first song right here and... Hopefully it'll lift us up a little bit and can, we'll get going. Can, can you at least say who it is? I can say who it is. I thought you wanted me to say, say who it is afterwards. Well, no, just say who it is first. It's the shiny toy guns. All right. Here we go. Gosh. <laughs>
Shiny Toy Guns with the song You Are the One off their album We Are Pilots. And uh, we first, well, actually, we discovered these guys only about a week ago. We were on a little mini road trip down south of the border listening to um, a radio station out of Seattle. Oh, you can say what radio station it is. Uh, 107.7 The End. Because uh, <laughs> it really is a kick-ass station. It is. I love the music for, they play on there. For an alternative uh, radio format. Mm-hmm. It's pretty kick-ass. Yeah, they play stuff I wish they'd play. Because there's nothing like that in Vancouver. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'd work for a station like that in Vancouver, like No Time Flat. Because mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we heard them on there. <laughs> I think they were playing a concert. There was some kind of like the end Sweet 16 or something concert. And Shiny Toy Guns were playing there. You know, that's um, one, I, one thing I will say about the end. Yeah. Is they have a crappy promo. <laughs> like so many different things that for they the do. For the naming of their contests Naming stuff. of the contests and like, I don't know. Just cheesy. I understand, like, you know, promo uh, or promotional contests that radio stations are pretty cheesy in general, but uh, it's really cheesy down there. (laughs) But they play some really great music. And I can say that because I'm an American, so. (laughs) And you work in radio, so there you go. You're free to. Shh, no, I don't. (laughs) You used to work in radio. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I was going to say, they're actually in town tonight. They're playing the uh, Creation Cultural Center. A concert there, so why are we um, not there? I don't know. How come we couldn't work your mojo and get us into that show? I could, you know, I didn't even ask. I didn't ask. I sent them a message, uh, just over MySpace, and I asked if we could have permission to play their song on the podcast or play, you know, some of their songs on the podcast. And I got a message back from, uh, from someone at the label or maybe their management company saying, yeah, sure, go ahead. And then I made a blog post about them, uh, last week as well. And someone again from, an at shinytoyguns.com email address sent me a message like cool yeah was it I, from what i understood it seemed like it might have been um i was just looking at the wiki what, what was what's her number? name what is her name um uh, looking kara 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 faye charnow <laughs> i i don't know uh it was, it was someone different from who oh, originally okay. messaged me but um yeah and they they sent uh, they left a comment and it's kind of cool um But yeah, speaking of our little road trip down south, we actually recorded some audio down there, so we don't want to talk about it too much, um, because we do have we do have some pretty good audio we recorded on a ferry down there. We went on a damn good adventure. Yeah, it was a nice little adventure. It turned into an adventure. We were originally just headed to the mall, and then we detoured and and uh, sidestepped and crossed bridges and ferries and bodies of water and ended up someplace we didn't expect. But it was all good. Mm -hmm. But we also discovered shiny toy guns. We did. Shinytoyguns.com, isn't it? Yes, it is. Check the show notes. Or myspace.com slash shinytoyguns. Or maybe they were playing Bumbershoot. Maybe that was the concert they were playing. I don't know. Anyway, they played some concert down there. And they're in town tonight. So a kind of a theme um, on this episode. Um, bands or artists who are performing in the month of September in Vancouver. There are so many shows. And you and I are going to four of them. We've been to two already. Mm-hmm. We went to... Um, Holly McNarland on Thursday, and then we went on Friday. We saw Sparta, who are opening up for Alice in Chains and Velvet Revolver, and then we're headed to Matt Good at uh, the center. And after that, a day after your birthday, we're going to They Might Be Giants, which would be kick ass. Yeah, it'll be like my fifth time seeing TMBG. Mm -hmm. That's for all you TMBG fans out there who know in the know, (laughs) Uh touching your nose in the know. (laughs) Are they playing the Commodore or Richards? Commodore. 
They're playing the Commodore. Yeah, although they do have Sweet. a song called Richards on Richards. Yeah, they don't they have a song for like every venue they've played in no, like it was, North America. It was a was gimmick that? that they did that it was like the the uh, venue song, venue albums or something like that. Mm-hmm. I could wiki at it really quick, but uh, Richards on Richards was in there for Vancouver. I don't know. It was kind of random. Not necessarily Im- anything um, uh, like intentional, I guess. It, you know, of all the really cool venues, it was just the venue uh, two or the venue songs, I guess. Venue songs. And if you go to their website, it's kind of that whole uh, section is hosted by, or you know, that the videos or the songs are introduced by the guy who plays PC in the Mac commercials. Yeah, uh, in the videos. In the videos, yeah. I'm, I'm searching for it. I can't. <laughs> this laptop On the sucks. fly, live podcasting. But ah. that guy's also on The Daily Show, isn't he? Is or was? He was. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He he either is now or he was. Hmm. Yeah. So I saw him on songs. there as recently as last year. Here we go. Venue songs, track listing. Um, they had things on here like, um, gosh, I don't know. There's so many of them. <laughs> How many? Uh, there's 31 tracks on the venue song venue songs uh, so 31 album. venues. Oh, it's a whole album. I thought it was yeah. just an online thing. No, well, the videos were online. Oh wow! But then Vancouver's, of course, no one's Richard on Richards. Uh, they did one about uh, Glasgow, the garage, mm-hmm. um, Leeds, Leeds Irish <laughs> Center. They did a whole song about Leeds Irish Center. I don't know how I can make that into a song. <laughs> um, Minneapolis they're, they're, First Avenue stage. They're pretty crafty. I'm sure they made a great song out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, plenty more shows happening in the city in September. Um, I wish we could play Richards and Richards, but I don't have permission. Yeah, we're still waiting on that. <laughs> From John and John. Sorry, I haven't I haven't worked my magic on them yet, or at least it hasn't. It's not effective yet. It hasn't worked yet. <laughs> But um, another artist who I just mentioned, we went to her show on Thursday. We got permission from her to play any song in her catalog, basically. So uh, just to introduce you, in case the name Holly McNarland sounds familiar, but you can't quite place it, uh, let's just launch into um, a song of hers that was a big hit in the 90s um, in Canada, in Vancouver. It's Elmo. Special. I'm still thinking about you. Thousand ways to kill you. I'm still dreaming in pink. Gives me reason to think. When I lay down my head, I'm still okay. When I lay down my head to go to bed. To the floor, didn't mean to close the door on my personal whore. 
Garland with Elmo, a big hit of hers from the 90s, from the album Stuff, 1997. Um, lately, uh, she actually does have a new album out called Chin Up Buttercup. She Butter- has lots of new things out. A lot of new things out. She has Chin Up Buttercup, which, Chin up Buttercup? <laughs> Chin up Buttercup, which was released this summer, and also the Comrade Sessions, which was an EP last year that was released only on iTunes. But we actually got to check her out. Well, she also has a new kid out, too. She has a new kid, one month old, right? Uh, no, 11 months. A couple months old. 11. 11. At least 11. 11, okay. I think that's what she said. I don't know. She was kind of crazy because she's post-birth like mom. Kind of crazy? <laughs> Not crazy. Well, that's but that's how she put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we went and saw her uh, at the Vancouver East Cultural Center, a venue I've never been to, actually. It was it was interesting, interesting little place. It was kind of like the Croatian Cultural Center Junior, but um, I've never been. It's the third time I've seen her in concert, and John's first time. What'd you think, John? I was I I liked it a lot. I mean, I really appreciate the talent that she has. Voice is just absolutely confounding. I mean, mm-hmm. tiny little person with that big of voice is is pretty cool. Um, I'm going to be completely honest, though, and this has to go back to the, the opening act of uh, Adeline. Adeline. Mm-hmm. I really am tired of people just singing da, da, da in music. <laughs> <laughs> it's a type of music, John. And it it in, is. In it the- is. I understand that. But in, I, uh, you know me. I appreciate pretty much all live music. I pr- appreciate all types of music. Mm-hmm. But it just got to the point where just there were a lot of da, da, Dying. But there's a song on the new album called Da Da Da. Well, that's understandable. And then, but and then the um, the opening act as talented as she was, she had a couple Da 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 songs, and I doubt <laughs> I doubt they were called Da Da Da. I doubt it too. I doubt it too. So I think but Holly's Da Da Da's are more justified. Maybe. <laughs> Just by the, the by the time the evening was over, I think we heard at least four songs with Da 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 in it, and then there was mm-hmm. only two acts. So that's, mm-hmm. it's one thing that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no. I mean, it was just... It yeah, was now we're really not going to be able to play her music ever again no, because I'm, you're being so negative about it. <laughs> I'm not being negative. I'm making a very straightforward, poignant uh, examination uh-huh. <laughs> of, the, uh, of the of of the the venue, but or okay. of, the, of the, the concert. But other than that, mm-hmm. but um, amazing show. Amazing uh, show because it was only... You didn't mention, though, it was just Holly mm-hmm. and the good... Well... The one guitar player who he would cycle through a bass guitar, electric guitar, acoustic guitar, and then mm-hmm. the other female, which basically she just switched between electric, acoustic, and then basically tambourine. Yeah. And she did and some back, backup vocals. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she's just three time. people there, not up on stage, just kind of right in front of us, um, performing with no percussion or anything except for a little tambourine. Yeah. So, very bare bones performance, very intimate. Um, very casual but still still really awesome um but stuff came out actually 10 years ago 10 years ago before this album do you i don't know <laughs> what I, I don't know i don't know i was just thinking about like the differences um the change in her music since then but uh but yeah it's been 10 years and, and two kids later but I, th- I still think she kicks ass and she can build out a tune oh yeah well and you could tell that she would have to kind of back up a little bit kind of prepare herself for it take a couple deep breaths and uh you know let's, let's be honest she she just had a, a kid not long ago and that i think makes it very 
uh, that much more impressive that she was able to belt out those tunes. Mm -hmm. But you know that having the kid has had to have her put time focused in certain areas because she was not playing as much guitar live as she was just singing. Mm -hmm. Because she even said that she's like, I'm giving myself a break and I'm just, you know, I'm going to let these guys play Mm -hmm. versus her just at the mic. Well, her eldest son or yeah, her eldest child is uh, her eight-year-old son who kind of chimed in. He was in the back of the of the, Smart the center kid. somewhere. <laughs> Smart ass kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to a T, because, you know, she kept saying, I want him to tell a joke. I want him to tell him. And then all of a sudden from the way back, this little 11-year-old kid or eight-year-old, eight-year-old or whatever, <laughs> it's like, don't think about it, mom. Like, <laughs> don't even think about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Smart kid, smart mm-hmm. kid. But um, you want to launch into another song? I don't know. This one Do actually, you? this one actually is from two thousand three. Uh, I believe it, it was on. I think I saw it on her uh, live from the Great Hall DVD, um, and it says this song is from two thousand three, even though it's on. Wiki says it's on from two thousand three, even though it's on uh, Chin Up Buttercup, which was released this summer. So it's been officially recorded. Yeah, officially recorded. And uh, I think it's so far my favorite one off the new album. So uh, check it out. This is so cool.
album Chin Up Buttercup, which is available in stores right now, now right this minute. Um, another quick little Vancouver connection with Holly is uh, if you are a Matt Good fan, like we are as well, um, if you've ever seen the video for Alabama Motel Room, she's the girl in Alabama Motel Room in the video. Yes, and the 12-year-old. She wasn't 12. No, but she looked like she was 12. About 10 years ago. Compared to like the 17-year-old she looks like now. <laughs> like a 17-year-old. Well, she's tiny. <laughs> she's tiny, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you threw me off. But anyway, and, uh, the other Matt Good connection is that she also helped out. According to Wiki, I got Wiki open right here. She also uh, sang on a flight recorder from Viking Seven, which is on Loser Anthems, uh, an EP of his, and also on Pony Boy, which was in his greatest hits package in a coma. Cool. So there's little connections there. Um, I wanted to toss in something into this, so toss something to this episode we haven't done for quite a while. Ah, oh, geez. And to get you to uh, participate a little more, toss in some Vancouver trivia. It's okay. You can talk over the music. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, I, I used to always get these from VancouverHistory.ca, and they'd have a quiz every month. But I think we've gone through all of them, actually. I think we've done every single quiz. And they might just mm-hmm. be repeating over the months. So I went to their little section of their website called Oddities. And I thought, oh, that's got to be fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, I formed uh, five quick questions here from the Oddities section of VancouverHistory.ca. And now you can't, okay. look, you can't look over at my laptop and see all the questions. Right. Even though I, I actually didn't write down the, the answers here. So this is when we find out how much John doesn't know about Vancouver. Wow, that was impressive. You actually do really well, though. You do really well in Vancouver trivia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do. Oh, and these aren't multiple choice either. Okay. Okay. Uh, so am I waiting for the music to stop no. here? <laughs> You're just talking. It's okay. called bed music. You're supposed to talk over the music. <laughs> Jeez. You're, you're a little aggressive tonight, John. When am I not aggressive? <laughs> you need to chill out. Okay, so <laughs> so here, I'll throw some questions at you. <laughs> uh, when you're driving through this, you're driving through the lowest point on a public road in Canada, which is 20 meters below sea level. The Massey Tunnel. That's right. Hooray. Hooray. Good, because I don't have multiple choice and I wouldn't be able to think of anything else to give you. Okay. <laughs> uh, January 6, 1953, Vancouver's longest wet spell began. Uh, how many days did it last? 31 days. Oh, lower. 29. That's right. 29 days is our longest wet spell, even though it seems like it's 
every October to April, just nonstop. October to April? October to April. It's more like a January thing. A January? I think. Well, it just seems like it's continuously raining. Anyway, enough about the weather. Uh, Listen to you, you Vancouverite complaining about the weather. <laughs> on July 21st, ni- on July 21st, 1954, landscaping on the largest quarry completed. Uh, Mayor Fred Hume buried a time capsule beneath Centuries Rock in this park. And the time capsule is to be opened in 2054. Queen Elizabeth Park? That's correct. Woo! It used to be a quarry. Two more. Used to be a quarry, but then they built the park. Yeah, is that your new song? Yep. Wow, that's great. Maybe you could put out an album. With Holly McNarland and Matt Good? <laughs> you wish. Holly Famous! <laughs> Okay, this fountain installed in 1936 was purchased from Chicago. It was a leftover from Chicago's city's from that city's World Fair. The Vancouver Art Gallery fountain? No. Think of another fountain in Vancouver. It's actually a leftover. It's a hand-me-down from Chicago. A big public fountain in the middle of some water. You could say it's lost. That thing in Lost Lagoon? Yeah. The fountain in Lost Lagoon. Oh my god. Was purchased from Chicago. Knowing that now you do know that it's a leftover. <laughs> it's so tiny. Uh, wow, that's kinda depressing. Where'd the bed music go? <laughs> last question, last question. Uh, in nineteen thirty eight the Vancouver Art Gallery Board refused to buy one of her pictures priced at four hundred dollars because, says the art writer Tony Robertson. It wasn't art as they understood it, although they eventually purchased it and uh, it was paid up. Emily so, Carr. Whose pictures? Yes. Yeah. Emily has Carr. to be Emily Carr. Gosh. Could be Georgia O'Keeffe. It's the only other female artist I know. <laughs> I don't. I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I only did five. So I did four out of five. Yeah, you did really well. Is a banjo music going for you? <laughs> It was hot yesterday, hot today. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a jug with like the three X's on it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Not too bad. Not too painful. No, not too painful at all. I'm surprised. Do you, well, have t- do you have time for me to say one more little tidbit that I found out on the site here? Sure, why not? Okay, you know when you're driving down the number one and you're headed towards Langley. And the road kind of makes this weird little jog right when you get to this tree that's covered in ivy and there's a little Canadian flag on it. You ever see that? It's before the 200th Street exit and there's a tree covered in ivy. Apparently, apparently, uh, when they were constructing the Trans-Canada Highway through the Fraser Valley at that point, a man named Charlie Perkins stood guard over his uh, ivy-covered fir tree directly in the path of new... can't speak anymore. <laughs> Directly in the path of the new road because he dedicated his tree to fallen comrades in World War One. And so because of this and public outcry and everything, they completely rerouted Highway 1, the Trans-Canada Highway, around this tree. I did not know that. Did not know that, but I've driven by that like forever. So anyone who's driving down the, the number one. Did they do one, anything for Remembrance Day? <laughs> I don't know. But it's a, yeah, it's a weird little jog in the road, and, and now I know why. It's because this dude dedicated the tree to his, his fallen uh, colleagues in, in World War I. Um. So they rewrote the entire Trans-Canada Highway just for him. Isn't that special? And they couldn't do that for the uh, Cedar Sky. Uh, you want them to reboot the Cedar Sky? 
Well, because of all those protesters, but yeah, whatever. Oh, the, the Eagle Ridge Bluff thing? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Touch not, the subject. Not 1960 <laughs> anymore, John. <laughs> but uh, uh, should we play this next track or talk about a, a few more things first? I don't know. What do you want to do? Um, let's play it. You're I've, driving. I've, I'm kind of like fumbling over my own words at this okay. point. So let's so just play let's it. kick into it. Yeah. Who is it? It's Sparta.
Esparto with While Oceana Sleeps off of their sophomore album Porcelain from 2004. Um, Esparto, another band that we've seen in concert this month and another band that we have permission from to play their music. You know, it's sad that Porcelain gets that sophomore stereotype on it. It's not a stereotype. I thought it was good. Well, well it, it, I mean, technically, yes, sophomore album, but there's always that the sophomore curse. Yeah, yeah. Like, people can totally kick ass in their first album, and then they kind of disappear. And everyone says, like, that that was a sophomore curse just because it didn't have, like, the super hit or whatever. Oh, I love I love Porcelain. There's so many good songs on that album. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Oh, but that album was also a turning point in Jim's life. Yes. Yeah, because uh, didn't his cousin pass away? Uh, yes. And uh, so a lot of the songs were, were pretty emotional that way. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, we saw Sparta again for the third time within a year. Um, they were opening up for uh, on the Velvet Revolver tour. They were ahead of Alice in Chains and Velvet Revolver. John, what did you think of that show? Of the Sparta show? Or yes. The <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say first, you mentioned Alice in Chains. Yes. Total non-believer that without Lane Staley, Alice in Chains could be good. Mm-hmm. Totally proven wrong. Because mm-hmm. they were just simply outstanding. Yes, it is not the same Alice in Chains from this the the great days of Seattle, Nirvana, Soundgarden, all those you know the '90s, Pearl Jam, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Brian Duvall, I think is his name, uh, or William De- Brian Duvall, William Duvall. I, I can't recall. Uh, it's something Duvall. You looking it up right now? Mm-hmm. But uh, not Lane Staley, but. Definitely a lot of really great uh, stage presence. Very cool. I love, really loved it. William Duvall. William Duvall. I can see over your so- shoulder there. Yep. So, Allison Chains, way cool. Good chance. Go see him because um, at least you can say you saw Jerry Control play mm-hmm. with Allison Chains or oh, yeah. the remaining members. You know, it's kind of like saying I saw Credence once, but yeah, they didn't have John Fogarty. But you know, John Fogarty's kind of a mm. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, but one of those situations. Now, but Lane Staley wasn't like that. He's just no longer with us. Right. He's gone. Uh, Sparta. Yeah. Um, I did not know this until after they were probably about three-fourths of the way through the set when they said this is show number one of this tour. Mm-hmm. And For them, yeah. For them. And watching, like, the first four or five songs, I kind of felt like things were a little bit out of place for them. Mm-hmm. And then once they said that, it made sense. Because like the last two or three songs, they seem to just completely pull it together and just completely, you know, rock the face off of Pacific Coliseum. Yeah. Which was kind of... Weird. <laughs> I, it's it's kind of shitey. You know, you just the whole, um, I don't like a big arena venues. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for when I saw Tricky open up for Tool uh, once, that worked. I don't know why, but that show worked for me. This show... Especially with Sparta opening up, you know, they're not like a big arena, like rock your face off type place in terms of, you know, that type of location. Uh, granted that the place was only probably like a fourth of the way full because nobody really understood who Sparta was. Yeah, and they came on early. I thought they were originally supposed to go on at 7.30. They were up, their set was bumped up to 7.20. And, is, you know, they were opening yeah. band, so everyone was still getting their beer. Everyone was still walking around. The guys behind us were just chatting the whole time. And, you know, it was kind of a, a, 
in that way, it was kind of crummy because we saw them at Richards, which was awesome. And we saw them at uh, Commodore, which is completely awesome, where you have, you know, 15, how many Commodore hold? 1,100 people, maybe? Mm-hmm. All singing along, all with their fists in the air, all, you know, they all know the lyrics and everybody's pumped up. And this was just like, it was a big empty, <laughs> empty feeling when watching them. Although, you know, they did, they did perform really well and, and it was still great to see them and there was a few people like around us and in front of us that were still cheering and singing along and everybody that was there were cheering you know it wasn't oh, one yeah. of the situations i've been in those shows where um the crowd for the opening band were like booing and spitting on the band and yeah, saying getting like, off the get off the stage you know that that was we happening. want chili willy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah one of those situations <laughs> um which we actually we didn't stick around for chili willy did we? No, we didn't. We didn't see any Velvet Revolver. We took off. But, yeah, uh, yeah. we got our tickets. Uh, big, huge thanks to the band, to Sparta and their management and, and to Ed. Yeah, because we didn't mention We were supposed to actually interview Tony and Keeley. Yeah. Because we've done, uh, we've interviewed Jim. We've interviewed Keeley. Uh, they're going to give us Keeley again, but then they realize, hey, we already talked with Keeley, but why don't we throw Tony into the mix? And I'm like, you, did you Wicked. catch that? I just said, <laughs> why don't we throw Tony into the mix? Um <laughs> Although he's, I think, Israeli. No, he's Lebanese. 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 Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, you can read my blog post about it. <laughs> it didn't work out. It didn't happen. Like I said, you know, we didn't actually get inside and like all set. And uh, the tour manager came up, you know, around 7 and they were on at 7.20. And then it was their first, you know, it seemed like he'd been running around all day. And it was their first to- first stop on the tour with Velvet Revolver. So... Uh, things just got a little messed up, but you know, we still had our seats. We still got to check out the show. Um, yeah. No, it was definitely a good time. Uh, I will say, I would just add, uh, maybe this is something you didn't put into your blog post, but I will say (laughs) that the security at the Pacific Coliseum, um, I wouldn't say that they were downright rude, but it was one of those situations where the left hand had no idea what the right hand was doing. And then somewhere along the mix, I think a left foot and a right foot would get involved as well. And that just made things just really confused. And we felt really, um, I don't know how you want to say it. It's just, it just violated. <laughs> well, no, you know, violated maybe, but it, we were just kind of, you know, they were just kind of rude. Mm-hmm. And uh, not the, even though we had a ticket, a VIP pass and anything, they, they didn't, they could care less. Mm-hmm. And um, something tells me that somebody might have stole uh, our digital camera because we wanted to get some pictures with the guys if we were going to interview them, which we didn't, didn't ended up not doing it. But uh, uh, there was some there was some risky business going on behind the scenes that uh, they didn't think that I was watching or didn't know that I was watching and and uh, that I was I paid attention to. So that was really really a crappy situation. Um, without going to the nitty gritty long story details. Mm-hmm. Just kind of sucked. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, like I said in, in my post, I'm kind of put off of big venue shows since that <laughs> and since some other stuff. You know, I, I love the small venues. It's better for viewing. It's better for everything, you know. It's 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 not as faceless and it's not as intimidating. Mm-hmm. But um, if you guys, if, if anyone out there is going to the Velvet Revolver Allison Chains show and Sparta is opening up as they are, I believe, through September, through October, uh, dates through uh, California, Nevada, New Mexico, uh, even Winnipeg is on there. Um, 
stick around or, or show up early for the opening band. Check out Sparta because it's definitely worth it. And um, they also have a few headlining shows at the end of September um, in New Orleans, Little Rock, and Tulsa. So I'd rather see one of those <laughs> where they're headlining, but oh well. Uh, wait, are they headlining with Velvet Revolver or just they're just doing a show? That's no, they're just doing own. their own show without ah, Velvet Revolver. Okay. Well, I'm sure their they'll come shows. back because... As we've learned that uh, Jim's um, wife is originally from Alberta. Yeah, she's from Alberta. Originally, so yeah. I'm sure we'll be back. Mm-hmm. So? So what? <laughs> Are you going to play that little music that takes oh. us out to the end of the show? Okay. I, I've made you drive this episode. <laughs> you have. Like, and the thing is, I'm not sitting at the controls. So you're sitting at the controls, and you just kind of have to read my mind as to what I'm thinking when to play the song and uh when to start when to stop <laughs> okay so are you trying are you telepathing me that you want me to turn this music down about 50 percent yes okay because 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 we're gonna fade out here no no we don't fade out we just talk for another minute oh my gosh it's like a disaster show <laughs> okay it's not a disaster it's just a monday show and, uh, and i'm driving but i'm not driving and you have the controls and you're giving me a hard time and you did good. Yeah. You oh, done good. By the way, I did the amazing hunt on Saturday, but we can talk about that another time. Another I just, time. I totally forgot. I, it was all about the music today. I was just thinking about getting these these bands in, some new permissions from Holly from the Shiny Toy Guns. Go to miss604.cam. <laughs> For some close-up animals with the wide-angle lens. <laughs> and with that, we should say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Thanks for sticking in this long. (laughs) Adios.